If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Happy Top 5 Tuesday to everyone in the sports universe. It is May the 3rd, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Twilight Sports, and we are live. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvelos. Aaron, welcome back to your natural habitat. Yes, it feels good to be back home on the weekend now. Um Doing the show from the boss's office was uh, a new adventure for me last yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's, I didn't realize that's where you were. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I was in the boss's office. He's not. He doesn't get there until later on uh, in the morning. But uh, we'll try yeah. to tell him. Uh, he checks out the show from time to time. So, boss, if you're watching, thanks for the uh, real estate. That's that's awesome. If you hosted podcasts in your boss's office or running small business, <laughs> it's hard spreading the word. Friends want to check it out, but Aaron, will they? Uh, not usually, but your boss might. Amen. Well, it's time to grow with Popple. P-O-P-L. Now, what is Popple? Popple is an easy-to-use but high-tech digital business card. You can get your Popple using the, our promo code AMDRIVE for 20% off your order, set up your links, and share. But don't worry. People you share with will not even need a Popple, so it's that much easier and better to grow your brand. So when you get your Popple on keychain, pops like even a credit card form. Enter the code AM Drive, all caps, no spaces, 20% off. Go back to AmDrive.com and click the Popple logo. I Aaron, I know that you were watching um hockey last night, but darn it, we're getting to hockey in the third segment with our boy Kyle Hall. A returner, yes. a returning guest. Returner. Right. I don't know that's a word. But um Kick returner. Right. So we're gonna talk about the NBA in the first segment. How about that? I'm I'm all for it, you know. I know uh, <clears throat> I know yours, mine, and our Miami Heat uh, got the job done last night. So uh, yeah, all I mean, praise be I, the Lord. I've still got one ear on the uh, NBA playoffs a little bit. Hey, listen. So there, now people are wondering. The first thing you notice about my graphic is not only was Joel Embiid not playing, but you also notice I put James Harden stats instead of Tobias Harris stats. Mm-hmm. People are like, "Well, Tobias Harris scored 27." Yeah, well, I, I, I'm of the. Do you remember, Aaron? I don't know if you were still on Twitter back and forths, where I would tell other Miami Heat fans during when Tyler Hero could be traded for James Harden. I told people, I promise you, it's going to work out. The Heat will regret if they do that. Okay. Well, people told me I was stupid. He's an MVP candidate, blah, 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 blah. Well, last night, James Harden in 35 minutes scored 16 points and five assists. In 29 minutes, Tyler Hero scored 25 points and seven assists. Um, I would love to um have my shoulder padded on immediately because I am just it's so here's the thing I'll tell people about the sports opinions. Don't worry what the masses think. If you are watching, you have eyes, use them. Watch the games for yourself. I could see that the Tyler Hero was an incredible player. He has no flaws in his game. Yeah, he's not the greatest defender. 
but he still works his tail off on games. <laughs> Neither is James Harden. <laughs> exactly. So, like, the fact that he has a better stat line, shoots better, and James Harden should have stepped up when Joel Embiid was not there, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm taking my, my losses pretty well right now. I'm okay with keeping Tyler Hero over James Harden. That was yeah, taboo keep, two years ago. Just tell all those haters to keep that same energy when they wanted keep James Harden. It. Isn't that what uh, LeBron said about his team this year? Keep that same energy when – when yeah, uh, throughout team. throughout the season, uh, but you know, you look at the situation here, and the Heat, um, they didn't play a great game. Um, sorry, huh? <coughs> excuse oh, me. <laughs> I tried to get the mute button, I couldn't get it in time. Oh, but wow. the uh, the Heat did not play a great game. They were nine from thirty nine for thirty six from three, not fantastic. Uh, having no jo- no Joel Embiid really helps uh, play against that. So one of the things, while he's sneezing to death, one of the things that happened in the game was DeAndre Jordan was starting the game. And for those people that were saying, why is he starting? And Doc Rivers, even on the podium, said he's starting whether you like it or not. That's a quote. Um, I want to tell people it's probably for the better because that way he's not using his guys that need to play a lot of minutes late. And this game got away from the Sixers late, and that was the big story was the depth of the Miami I actually saw Old Depot and Butler play at the same time. That was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Butler was uh, just very pedestrian the night, too. Now, here's the question, though. Just looking at this situation, you can look at it from both sides, Sixers fan, Heat fan. Like, the Sixers, you know, stayed a little bit up in this game. I mean, they, they obviously ended up losing uh, – what was the final score? I think they ended up losing by, like, 14. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was a little closer, you know, throughout the uh, throughout the game a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so you get through, you know, you get through your two games on the road and you come back and you look like you're probably going to have Joel Embiid. Uh, he's probably going to be playing with the mask. And as long as he can clear the concussion protocol, I think he's going to get out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a Philly fan, you've got to wonder, like, why did we make this trade? I understand Ben Simmons was giving us absolutely nothing, but almost what James Seth Harden. Seth Curry helps. The little that James Harden is getting is not what we expected. So theoretically, you're right. You know, Seth Curry would have maybe helped out on this team. Tobias Harris is obviously taking over right now as a number one, which is not what you want if you're Philadelphia. Right. Uh, and then you look at uh, the Heat. You know, hey, no, no, Kyle Lowry again. Jimmy Butler was just okay. We got we got the dub, which is what we needed to get at home. So, you know, how do you feel if you're Miami when you're needing? You know, I mean, it's not like you, it's not like needing Tyler Hero, but Tyler Hero is being the guy to you know, the one we're talking about this game, you know, not the Jimmy Butler's, not the Kyle Lowry's, not the Adebayo's. Like we're looking at, you know, a guy I'm okay like, with that. Okay, that's fine. And, and that's good because you want to be able to say, hey, we've got this guy when the others have an off night. I don't think Philadelphia has that because they're supposed to have James Harden when, you know, Joel Embiid is out. And I, I'm not saying that James Harden can't find a 37-point game in here in this series at some point. It just looks like – if you had, if I was a betting man, I would probably be betting against him getting anything over twenty-five in a game this series. He he was not shooting the ball well from three at all. Um, I was I don't even think Duncan Robinson played for us, which again just goes to show how just deep we are. Like everyone's Miami Heat. I mean, we should all be proud of our team right now. Like it's it's really impressive how this team is. I call it plug and play. It's really remarkable. The, the guys we can just plug in there and say, oh, you want to go ahead and go off for a night. I feel like they know who's going to do it every single night. It's just a matter of what the fans are like, well, who are we going to do it tonight with? So we'll see. 
Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can get down with that. The Suns beat the Mavericks and really they controlled most of the game. It was like looked like it could have been a blowout for for hours and it just never became a blowout. And then Luka freaking Doncic, I swear to God, is quickly becoming. I don't know why no one's talking about him with the best player conversation. I believe there is no best player right now. I've said that for about a, almost a year on the show. And when LeBron kind of, you know, fell off a little bit, it felt like there's nobody like people want to argue Giannis, but dude, Luka Doncic's playoff performances are getting all time at a very young age. It's Against the Clippers, they threw all these defenses. I'm trying to injure him. He went crazy. Against the Jazz, he closed them out. Against the Suns, they lose, and he scores 45. It's insane. Yeah, but listen to what you just said. They, they lose. Lo- okay, Tom Brady fan. Those I- aren't performances, though. I mean, yeah, cool. They're they're great, but you want to talk about – it's Giannis, by the way. It's, it's Giannis, the best wow. player in the league. I don't know. Your performances matter in the games you win. And, and yes, okay, you can score 45, but – you're going into the fourth quarter down 17 points. Yes. You scored 45, and you're going in the fourth quarter down 17 points. Michael Jordan That's... scored 63. Did you know You know who won that game? The other team. The Knicks. Yeah, sure. No it one happens. thinks. No one talks about it. But when, but when it's Luke or somebody else, oh, yeah, that's. let me tell you. Well, when Come Luka Doncic has a couple of rings, we can talk about it. But that's not fair to Luka because if Luka's playing out of his mind – Kobe Bryant went out of his mind on terrible teams too. It's his fault. It's it's the whole team's fault. He's on the team, which is fine. But you cannot act like he he outplayed Devin Booker. Cool. He lost. That's fine. But this the wins losses stat is not like I'm not uh, sitting here saying Devin Booker's better than Luka Doncic. I don't know. It might be a mass media that thinks that. I'm just saying. And that's fine. Like you just you just talked about. You know, watch the game with your eyes. I mean, Luca's fun to watch, but they're hells. There was a time period between like 2004 or 5 and 2008 where Kobe Bryant was really fun to watch. He'd put up 60, 70, 80 points. His team sucked. He lost. He didn't make playoffs. That's not an indictment on the player, though. That's just like an, the team sucks, but it doesn't mean the player doesn't, is not a championship You player. go get this guy at number two, then we can talk. I mean, they just it's not Dinwiddie. It's not Jalen Brunson. It's... Right. I think Brunson was in foul trouble too. You know, if you put Chris Middleton on, you know, with, or, 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 you know, maybe not, maybe not the best. uh, You put a big man with maybe Luka Doncic. This team could be a little bit more dangerous. They may. Yeah, they were. Their rebounding was terrible. Maybe Joel Embiid's trying to get out of Philly after this year. Oh, who else is trying to get out of their teams? Uh, Let's see. Is Ben Simmons already tired of Brooklyn? (laughs) He's tired of a lot of stuff. Um, Aaron, when we come back, we're going to talk about DeAndre Hopkins. Um, not the nuke thing. The nuke nickname is kind of interesting now when you think about it in hindsight. I'm shut up. Um, also, Honey Badger to the Saints in top five in baseball. And who had the best draft? Top five, two's like the main five in the chat coming up next on 12 on Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online.
This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the Vice Golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a Pro Plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top-performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com dot com slash amazon sign in and get shopping it costs you nothing and helps us that's www.tonsportsradio.com slash amazon thanks All right, and welcome back here to the AM Drive here on this Top 5 Tuesday. And we are presented by Fanatics right there. You want to get every team, every league, every player and the daily deals needed to support you and your fandom. Did I call them dumb there? If you want to support you and your fandom, you and your friend's fandom, you and your family's fandom, you got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what, Mike? Click VF. And when you click that F, it takes you into the Fanatics site. They've got the daily deals like free shipping, 65% off, 50% off. So many awesome deals to make sure that you and yours are showing your team pride each and every game day, each and every draft day, including the playoffs that are just in full effect right now, NHL and NBA. But make sure you go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that F. That helps you get there, and it helps out the channel and the show tremendously. And for that, we thank you. Yes, sir. Um, reminder that Kyle Hall is coming up next, the host of the Broadway Hot, Broadway Hot, Broadway Hat Pod, and also UFHL Now host. That's what it, I don't think he had that gig before when we talked to him. We'll talk about it, make sure. Okay. How about getting newt? And thank God for Hollywood. Um, Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins has been busted. Newt, six games for PE. Dizzles. That's not a good thing. And for that, Aaron, I ask you, 
Has his legacy been impacted? So it's it's weird because football seems like the only sport where we just don't really care about these suspensions. Right. And where whatever you whatever side of the aisle you land on this, it's just true. The mass media, you, you do your six games. You know, you know. I think uh, the biggest biggest one I remember first was Sean Merriman, and the the difference between Sean Merriman and some other guys was after Sean Merriman came back from being busted for performance enhancing drugs, he was never the same. So you can clearly tell that PEDs had something to do with it. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, it's kind of interesting to think, you know, certain guys like a wide receiver, like this doesn't help speed. This doesn't help your hands. This might help you break from a from a defensive back a little bit, you know, the strength. But it's not one that you would normally expect, uh, not one position you normally expect to be popped for PEDs. So uh, I am interested to kind of hear this one. He, he said it was trace elements. He's very mindful of what he puts in his body and always taking a holistic approach. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as far as his legacy goes, for me, I don't think it's going to end up being much of anything, especially unless if he it comes back. Again. Unless he just comes back and he's just absolutely atrocious. You know, <laughs> I, I don't think that this really means anything to uh, the NFL, to DeAndre Hopkins. And uh, for a guy who uh, doesn't seem to want to be appealing it or anything, he's fully intending to get to the bottom of this. But uh, his tweet, his last tweet basically says, See you week seven. So <laughs> I'll leave it there for that because we have to move on here. Um, Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, more specifically, had been signed by the Saints. Say it ain't so. Um, listen, I, I put Saint. So I'm fixing that, Aaron. I always I don't see my spoken today. Anyways, the fact is the defensive minded team, which literally has two defensive coordinators. And a co- head coach who was promoted from a defensive coordinator spot and shut down Tom Brady and I did nothing in the game last week, last year. Um, gets Tyron Matthew. Is Tom Brady in shambles right now? No. Oh. Tom Brady can go ahead and lose both games in New Orleans and still be 14 and 2. I bet. <laughs> or what, I bet. 15 and 2, I guess, this year. He All won't right. be, but. Uh, I just love how somehow this Honey Badger to New Orleans is all about Tom Brady at this point. <laughs> it always has to be. Uh, this is a big move for um, for the Saints. Obviously, you know this is a big uh, a big loss for Kansas City. I've been talking about it all all summer, or I guess we're all spring, <laughs> uh, and the fact that Kansas City, in my mind, didn't really uh, do too much to try to replace him in the draft. I know they drafted a few cornerbacks, but that's not the same. But maybe, unless they can convert him. But uh, yeah, I'm digging. I'm digging Honey Badger to New Orleans. This is a big move for them, uh, and they they definitely are putting pieces together to try to contend and maybe not win the NFC South, but get into that get into a playoff spot in the NFC. And they're making right moves for sure. I, I like this one, Honey Badger to New Orleans for sure. Big Saints fan over there. <laughs> nah, not. Quite. Oh, <laughs> um, I you know one thing I will say before we move on here is. Um, I've, I, I've, I like voice acting. Like I can do Elmo. I can do Family Guy. Oh, Family Guy. I know. Um, I have to hear this. You can't just say this without. Mr. Nerd. Mr. Is that Elmo? Oh, hi, Mr. Nerd. Yeah. That was pretty good. Who's Family Guy you can do? Listen here, Lois. Shut up. I do what? That was Peter Griffin. Decent. Yeah, no, I, I got that. Hey, wait, hold on. Hey, Peter. Peter, come here. 
I don't know. It's hard for me to do right now. That was a bad Lois. If You're that was Lois. gone, Stewie. What are you doing? Was that wasn't that wasn't a great Brian. The Peter Griffin was pretty good. Sounds better in person, I swear to God. But anyways, um, I want to honestly do um Ernie from my rubber ducky, from my rubber ducky. Barney, let me, I can do the Barney let me, theme let me song. try one. See how I see how I can do here. Hi, it's Peter Griffin. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, nice to meet you, mate. Peter that's Griffin, a good one. Nice that's a good one. I, that's the, much, I think that's the best one I can do. I put too much Boston into Peter Griffin. That's my problem. Well, he's got a lot of Boston in him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> um, but my point with that was is that um, I always wanted to watch Winnie the Pooh. And I'm thinking of Honey Badger, they Winnie the Pooh. I know Pooh is a bear, obviously, not a badger. I was like, oh, oh bother. I got no honey. I just I can't get that voice down. It's killing me. Well, oh bother was Eeyore, so uh, we're getting off the rails here. Nah, I, right. no, that, was, that was the last point I had to make about that. It's hard to All right, fair enough. Me. Fair enough. Well, Christopher Robinson. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to our top five Major League Baseball. This is a great show. It's a kid-friendly show. Major League Baseball teams. Week three, by the way. Aaron, would you like to go first for me? Uh, sure. I can, uh, I can uh, knock this one out of the park. No pun intended here real quick. Uh, my top five, for the, especially for the first month of the season, has moved a lot, I know. And, you you know, as teams start to settle in, it, it would become a little more consistent. But right now, uh, I have to give you the Dodgers at number one. That's, uh, that's really easy to me. I know they haven't – they don't have the most wins in the MLB, but they do have the least amount of losses, and that's a big thing uh, right now. And they are – the run differential is big for me. They're outscoring their opponents by almost 50 47. runs. Yep. Yeah, 47. Uh, so number two for me is the Yankees. The Yankees have moved all the way up to number two. 17 and six, most wins. Actually, they, they, they do have the least amount of losses. I just realized that. Uh, uh, I don't know what that means. Ten. ten in a row. Yeah, they have won ten in a row. That's a big thing. Uh, so they are definitely you know getting closer there. It's a big streak right now, 42 uh, plus 42 run differential. Uh, Brewers for me. Still sit here at number three, although they are uh, in a little bit of a dogfight with St. Louis in that division, but the rest of the division, just no competition at all whatsoever uh, right now. So for me, the Brewers, the pitching is looking pretty decent, and they're and they're doing what they need to do, seven and three in their last ten. The Mets, meet the Mets, greet the Mets, step right up and beat the Mets. Nobody's done it really that well so far. <laughs> That's the running joke in New York, the Yankee fans. Have you heard the Have you heard the Mets song? The, the the step right up and greet the Mets. Have you heard that song before? I'm not a big baseball song guy, but I dig it. Well, obviously the Yankees have turned into step right up and beat the Mets when the when the Mets stink. So it's it's low hanging fruit. But uh, two teams in New York in the top five here, and for me, uh, number five coming in is the Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Twins leading the Central right now. I know every other team there is below 500, but they're a little bit of a surprise to me. I didn't think they'd be good, but uh, I thought they'd be a pretty decent team. Again, it's still early. Uh, Chicago is kind of hovering around some rough ter- terrain right now uh, in there. But uh, the Twins are going to take the number five spot for me here. And for those that ask, speaking of Twins, we are not related. Fat white guys do not all look alike. <laughs> we might look alike, but we're not related. Right, which is weird. This is a big whatever. Um, Number one for me are the Dodgers, a plus 47 run differential. The second straight week, they're on top. In the third week overall, they're in my top five, so they're staying consistent. Yankees at plus 42 with the 10 wins in a row. Incredible job. This is their first week in my in my top five, and they're jumped to number two. It's unfair um, because Red Sox are terrible, at least for now. The Mets um, are my number three team. This is their third straight week in the top five. I called this, by the way, in week one. I was thinking the Mets were looking pretty good. 
And obviously, they still cannot crack the top two because the Yankees obviously do that for them. Number four, hanging on for the third straight week is the Giants. They're eight and three on the road, and that means something to me. They're also plus thirty-four home run differential, which isn't bad if you're not named the Dodgers and Yankees. And finally, the Twins are my number five team. They are nine and one in their last ten. The key here, they're plus twenty-four. How the Blue Jays have a similar record? They're even on the on the run differential. So I'll take the Twins up there, falling out of the Rockies and the Blue Jays from last week. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too, so I was looking at the Blue Jays as well. Win and lose a lot of close games for a zero run differential. Not a good so, idea. Not a great idea. Not a recipe for success. We Especially- demand. Go ahead. Okay. We demand Cinco de Mayo's in the shadow, amigos. Because the fact is, it's the which teams have the best NFL draft, and that includes draft day trades, whatever. So, Aaron, from five to one, since you started baseball, I guess I'll humbly do my top five drafts if I could. Okay. There's no honorable mentions for me. I don't believe you did either. No. Okay. Number five, the New York Giants. Now, well, Michael, after the first two picks, what they do? Great question. I don't know what they did after that because they got a five foot eight wide receiver from Kentucky, and after that, their draft was kind of. But they had to ace the number five and number seven picks. Kayvon Thibodeau, Evan Neal, Evan Neal, not a bad idea. Great job by Joe Shine, Shane, Shin, and company. I call him Shin. I'm sorry. <laughs> number four, the old Joe Shanes, the Buffalo Bills. The Bills got. Possibly the best corner in the draft. If it wasn't for his past interferences, he might have been there. But Kyra Elim, Kyra Elim, Elam, um, at pick 23. They got running back James Cook from Georgia. Um, They got Khalil Shakir in round five from Boise State, who's not a bad wide receiver. Number three, the Washington. Um, What was it? What was it? It's not the Commanders. It was like the, what were they going to be called? The Warhogs or whatever? They're the commanders, man. No, no, no crap, fool. But what is like their the thing like I forgot the hogs name. They were just the hogs. Oh, lame. That's why they didn't <laughs> do that. Well, the war hogs would have been better. Anyways, the war hogs are number three for me because they took G- Jalen Dawson in round one. Although pick sixteen is kind of high for me for that one, but hey, good job. They got Brian Robinson Jr., the running back from Alabama. Sam Howell. From North Carolina, in case Carson Wentz wets the bed. And Cole Turner, the jump ball getter of the tight end from Nevada, all the way back in round five. I thought Commanders did a pretty good job. Number two for me, the Jets. Sorry, Giants. Um, You got Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson. And Jermaine Johnson all in the first three picks. Brees Hall. And I mentioned the guy tight end from Ohio State, Jeremy Ruckert. Yeah. Hey, Bears. This is how you help a quarterback. Hey, Jaguars. Hey, Texans. This is how you help a quarterback. Not what you guys did. And number one, said it before, I'll say it again, the Kansas City Chiefs for me. I have to say it. Trent McDuffie at 21 was a steal for a cornerback. This is where Sauce and the other guys went. Um, George Kowalk, this they need a pass rusher. I think Beck likes Mr. Purdue and the Greek God is what I call him. Sky Moore, who fell to the second round 
And, of course, that linebacker, Leo Chanel from Wisconsin in round three was a great grab as well. I think I think Chiefs did a great job with their draft. But I think all five of these teams were really good. And after that, there was a big fall off to the next teams. Hmm. Interesting. Go ahead. <clears throat> all right. Uh, I'll wrap up here real quickly with valid. mine. No, you're fine. Um, you know, I have, I think, three of the same teams as you have in there. Uh, number five for me were those Chiefs that you have at number one. Wow. Yes. Uh, they did uh, add a lot of, of names in the draft. Chanel, McDuffie, Karloftis, and obviously Sky Moore. Uh, but to me, they didn't address the big thing, and that was Tyrant Matthew. I mean, maybe the four cornerbacks they drafted, one of them can slide to safety, but they didn't address the captain on defense that walked away Brian from them. Cook is, yeah. So, yeah. So, for me, I, I know they addressed Brian Cook, uh, and, and but I looked at the pick. A lot of people didn't like the pick, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but they did have a good draft, so they're number five for me. Number four, surprisingly, I think uh, would be surprising to you and a lot of people. To me, it was the Seahawks. Uh, right. Yes, they did not draft a quarterback. I think they're going to roll. I think they're going to roll one year with Drew Locke, but uh, they grabbed a franchise left tackle in, in Charles Cross. They grabbed a potential, another potentially big time running back, like Marshawn Lynch type running back in yeah, Kenneth yes. Walker the uh, third. Two good cornerbacks, late Kobe Bryant and Tariq Woolen, and then of course this edge rusher. I don't know much about him, but a lot of the scouts like him. And boy, uh, Boye Mafe, or how you say, yeah, how do you say his Moff. name? Boy Maf, yeah. So. I gave them a little bit of an under-the-radar credit here to uh, to the Seahawks. The Jets come in at number three for me. Yeah, the first four picks, that's what did it for me for them. You know, you have Gardner, Wilson, Johnson, and, and Brees Hall. Uh, that did it for me to put them at number three. Uh, number two for me, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, because I'm including the A.J. Brown trade here, they've got yes. Devontae and A.J. Brown and Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard, and that's another team giving Jalen Hurts every chance to succeed. For a team that doesn't like Jalen Hurts, they're giving him every chance to succeed, allegedly. Uh, not only that, they picked up N'Kobe Dean uh, in Jordan Davis, which is just going to beef, uh, beef the roster there on the defense, which is already a pretty good defense. Um, and the number one team for me was the Baltimore Ravens. It just seemed like every time they were up to pick, there was a guy that on my best available or big board was there. Kyle Hamilton, I knew I predicted him to go. We talked about that in our mock draft. Tyler Lindenbaum, I thought the Bengals would get him, and now he's going to have to terrorize the Bengals uh, for <laughs> years to come. Uh, David Ajabo, don't need him to play immediately, coming off that Achilles. Travis Jones, really good. The bright spot for Connecticut that we talked about. A uh, couple of tight ends to uh, spell Mark Andrews a little bit, and so I thought uh, the Ravens. And they got a first-round pick for Hollywood Brown. So, I mean, you have to look at that as well. So I thought the Ravens had the best draft, and they also picked up Tyler Beatty. Because we know uh, there's some kind of curse going on in the running back room <laughs> in Baltimore. For <laughs> right. Sure. Uh, so you can't have enough of those. Fair enough. Um, Aaron, you like hockey, right? Uh, a little bit. So does Kyle Hall. When we come back, Kyle Hall has been patiently waiting because I went over time. And we're going to talk about hockey and all things Kyle Hall. What's been going on since we last talked to him? We'll talk about that in more on the Andrew Robbins Hall Sports. We'll be right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show 
the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.tonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and once again, welcome back here to the AM Drive presented by Fanatics. It's very simple. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that F. And when you do, you can get NBA playoff merchandise, NHL playoff merchandise, and LL playoff merchandise. Every team, every league, every player, and all the daily deals to help support Fanatics and AM Drive. But you can't do that unless you go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and we get you great guests like the one we have on now, Mr. Kyle Hall host of the Broadway Hot Pod, and, of course, UFHL Now. Mr. Hall, how are you today, sir? Good. How are you guys doing? Glad to be back on the show. It's It's been a while, right? Welcome Open back. The season. I think we had you to preview <laughs> the season. So. That's what, yeah. And I, I told you to jump on the Rangers bandwagon. I, I uh, guilty. I now. did. I did. Once they got Gerard Gallant, I was all in. Uh, you oh. know, being from Vegas, I'm a... <laughs> I'm a Gallant apologist, you know. He never should have left here, but I'm um, happy that he's still found success. And, of course, Ryan Reeves as well. Just always a fun watch. I hope you guys enjoyed him this year. Yeah, he's been a great addition to the team. Obviously, Gallant just turned the entire team around. And you look at what Vegas <clears> – <throat> what happened to Vegas this year? I mean, <laughs> Vegas fans are going to be kicking themselves losing him, and DeBoer just can't get over the hump. So it's great having him here in New York. And Ryan Reeves has been a, uh incredible leader in the in the locker room for them. And, He's played well on the ice too. He's he's chipped in offensively. 
<clears throat> throwing the body around. He's, you know, his physical presence has really helped these young guys skate a little more freer. And I think Panarin obviously in, uh, has enjoyed it this season, but it's been a uh, almost a fairy fairy tale season for the Rangers. I mean, it's one of the best years they've had in franchise history in the regular season. And uh, tonight they kick off the Stanley Cup uh, run. And uh, it's for the first time in five years, there'll be a playoff game at MSG, which is pretty crazy to think about that. But uh, Ranger fans are through the roof excited right now about this team. Good. I, I am excited for them too. And because it's been a rebuild, a trust the process yep. of sorts for the last five years with Kako and Lafreniere and bringing in Panarin and not getting that instant gratification that New York fans so very much covet. But uh, let's first open up with you. Uh, you know, what has been happening since the season started with Kyle Hall? It sounds like you've added <laughs> uh, you've added titles to your uh, to your resume here, too, as well. Yeah, yeah. So on top of my belly up sports, I cover the Rangers for belly up sports. Been doing that for the last two seasons in my podcast, obviously, at Broadway Hat Pod. Um, but now I've added the UFHL, which is a uh, professional fantasy hockey league through UFF sports. It's actually incredible. Uh, so basically it mimics the NHL and 32 franchises and each franchise is owned by a separate owner. And it's all basically through um, it's called Scorecoin, which is you know a, a cryptocurrency and uh, it's all professionally run. I mean, there's franchises selling for $200,000. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. It's as close as you can get to being an owner of a franchise without actually owning an NHL team. You know, you can have Steven Stamkos and everyone else on your team, they're just in fantasy war, you know, fantasy. And also they have uh, signed contracts and deals with players that if they do uh, agree to a deal, they actually get a, a portion of their fantasy success through um, uh, through their uh, score coin and their NFT. So uh, they've signed, I think they have three current NHL players on NFTs, maybe four now. Um, they have a ton of players on NFTs for Legend League, so they're gonna do a Legend League where it's gonna be like a simulated kind of like those Madden leagues that you see. Okay. Uh, they have, but they have every sport. Um, I'm just right now working with the hockey, but they have football, basketball, baseball, all this. It's an incredible company. Uh, they're just getting started. I think they're in the second or third year right now of doing this, but uh, they're launching leagues. They just launched a college football league, which could be the same thing, and basically they're gonna be bringing NFTs into the fantasy world and uh, using this cryptocurrency, which is the way of the future. And basically uh brain Schneider, the Rangers is actually involved in it. He's one of the NFTs that are going to be coming on board here. So if you own him and he does well, which he did this year, he'll get a portion of his fantasy production back to him through value. So there's like a way for guys to finally make money off their fantasy stats, which I feel like has been something that players have probably wanted for years. Uh, so it's awesome. It's it's so cool. They have such a great good uh, group of owners, and uh, the people who run the uh, the league are incredible. So I I kind of just fell into that, and it's been awesome working with them. And uh, Ryan Malone, the former Ranger and, and Lightning, and uh, Penguin has been very involved in that and, and trying to grow that. So um, kind of got involved talking through him and some other people. So uh, it's been very cool. I, re I remember Ryan Malone, man. He's a, a former Lightning guy, and uh, he's actually making a comeback too. He's playing the three at, ice league. The what three is that? ice yeah. league, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see Bugsy get back out there on the ice. Nice. You mentioned the stat thing, and I'm thinking how this ecstatic Russell Westbrook would have been a few years ago. <laughs> and you mentioned the basketball; my ears got soaking wet. Um, <laughs> I do want to ask you before we get into the playoffs version of this hockey talk. I'm a Kraken fan, bro. 
And you got to give me some help here because I, I guess the only hope I have is that we blew like a thousand leads this year. So at least yeah. we were leading. But God, oh my God. Well, give me some hope here, man, for the crowd. I, I mean, they're fun to watch, right? I mean, they, they kept it interesting. I mean, that's a positive. But yeah, they, I mean, they took a completely different approach than Vegas did. Uh, where Vegas basically they put a product on the ice that uh, at at first glance you didn't think it was gonna be that great, and and they gelled all together, and then sure enough they went on this run. Seattle kind of was like, all right, I thought Seattle had a better roster going so into it, and then as the season starts, you're like, okay, well maybe they're just gonna give some pieces away here, and then like mm. slowly but surely they they just didn't gel. There was no, it was weird. I don't know why it didn't come together there, and people were preseason saying that they were gonna make the playoffs analysts were saying that and <laughs> yeah and uh you know a lot of people thought they make the playoffs when you look at their goaltending i mean they probably had one of the best goaltending tandems going into this season but uh, you know that I fell apart know. i mean that fell apart pretty fast there and um you know they they just couldn't keep the puck out of the net i mean that's that's the biggest thing there they just they couldn't their goaltending and defense need help and i'm sure this offseason they'll they'll uh they'll start getting better they have a lot of you know draft picks and stuff coming up here so uh, i'm sure they'll they'll make a big play here and who knows you know the nhl is known to help some franchises out maybe they you know freeze a uh freeze one of those uh lottery balls and it comes up for seattle and they get the number one pick i mean that would be pretty uh pretty on par for what the nhl has done in the past to try to help these franchises uh they want get to the next level if they want to help out uh, the franchise, do it next year. Isn't that Bedard's? That's that Bedard, Bedard's yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's Bedard's year. Yeah, everyone's saying they're going to help out the Canadians this year, but, you know, we'll Maybe see. Connor yeah. McDavid, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see his goal last night? I don't know if you guys saw the oh, highlight of his goal last my night. Goodness. I mean, it how, a loss, but it was still great. I was going to say, how perfect is it that McDavid gets the highlight goal and this team loses five minutes left? That's just such a Connor McDavid Oilers situation where <laughs> all the news is on the goal and it's just like, the last like second of the highlights, like oh, Oilers lose four three. Yeah. You know, it's like nice. the goal. Yeah, he, yeah, he skates through five guys and then you know beats the goalie with like you know, but it's just like you know, the, the highlight of the night, and then it's like oh, and then the Oilers go on to lose four three. Like that's such a perfect Oilers highlight. That that nails it right there. All right, let's talk about the NHL playoffs here a little bit. Uh, we are sort of game one in uh, about half the field here. Yeah, And, uh, of course, these guys decided they're going to start playing on game two. Vasilevsky with a bad <laughs> night here. But just where's your head at? Mike and I did a draft. We drafted all 16 teams to our respective rosters. We'll, we'll let you kind of analyze that here in just a second. But I kind of want to hear where you're at. Obviously, you know, take the homer cap off a little bit or, or leave it on. I don't care. Uh, but where are you kind of at here in these NHL playoffs? You know, the... The, the easy thing is Colorado, but, you know, the yeah. second round is, is coming soon for them. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, I mean, Toronto, I think the surprise last night was Toronto. I think that was the surprise. I did not. That was the game I watched. That was like the – I was like, I'm going to watch – I'm geared up for this game. Playoffs are starting. This is great. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, right off the bat with Clifton just banging was a Colton, Russ Colton. I mean, that set yeah. the tone for the rest of the game. And – I didn't think Tampa would get out physical like that. I mean, all game long, even like the scrums at the end of the game, I mean, they got beat up pretty good. Now, there's only so much Pat Maroon can do at one time to try to fight everyone on the team. Um, <laughs> so I, I was really, I mean, five nothing, and you know, Matthew scores the two goals and had an assist. So, like, you know, if he's rolling the playoffs, like this could be the year Toronto can get out of the first round. Um, but I, I actually, pre everything, I picked 
Tampa to move on because of the struggles that the uh, Toronto has had. And I mean, Tampa is just a proven playoff team. I mean, Ryan McDonough came out after the game. I saw his statement saying like, listen, it's one game. We've been here before, you know, like a team has won back-to-back cups. I mean, they played, you know, a hundred playoff games in the last four years and you know, some right. the crazy stats, you know, it's like they, they can bounce back from a loss. If any team can bounce back from a rough loss, it's Tampa. I don't think anyone should write them off right away. It's, it's obvious, you know, it's obviously not great. He is such a hater. Do not watch. You know, it, it wasn't a great performance. Like if you lose three to two, like it's much easier to bounce back than a five, nothing like bloodbath, like literally blood, blood, yep, you, know, you know, the, Tampa guys are bleeding on the ice after the game, but it's like, you know, I still think they can come back and in the playoffs though, it's kind of, it's game to game. You know, it's the Vasilevsky kind of, for whatever reason, didn't look his best last night and tomorrow night he can have a 44 safe shutout. Like that's the kind of goalie he is, but uh, that was a surprise. I think the blues, um, the blues beating up on Minnesota was also not too surprising, but the way they beat up on them for nothing, like it was really not, Minnesota really was never really in that game. I think Billy Huso, 37 saves. I mean, I saw him against the Rangers this year, completely shut them down. He's a unbelievable goalie that Jordan Bington was unbelievable for them in the playoff run, but he's now taking the reins there. And he's kind of, that's going to be a really interesting situation with their, yeah, do those two goalies because they signed Bington long term, but this seems like he's the guy for them going forward. And he seems like he's the better goalie. So um, that's were an interesting thing. To see, sorry, were you surprised yeah. to see Flurry start this game? No, no, I don't think so. I think first, I don't know. I mean, they have two great goalies. They have two great Talbot has had playoff success too. Like he's played uh-huh. well in the playoffs, but I mean, Flurry is playing. He's been so good in Minnesota since he's gotten there. And he, True. you know, he's got the cups. He's got the, vet, you know, he has experience. It's, it's kind of like, it's, you say one, a one B, but it's really like one a and one AA. Like it's not, not even like a one, a one B situation. It's crazy, but. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they bring back Flurry for game two. I don't, you know, I, I think they do. I think you kind of want to stick with one goalie. If you could make a run like that. I, I think when teams start rotating goalies in the postseason, it's they, no one can get a real feel for, I, I think the net. And it's kind of like one of those, like for football, like you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Like, I think if, right. I think you got to stick with one goalie unless they're getting completely blown out, then you got to make a change, but then you don't go back. Then you stick with the other guy. Well, so and that was the thing I was looking at here. I mean, Flurry already had this problem in Vegas with Robin Leonard. Like, yeah. why did Minnesota bring this problem onto themselves? <laughs> well, it's a good problem to have, though, right? I mean, I, I guess it's a good problem to have. Maybe. If, yeah, you maybe. Know, <laughs> yeah. You can have a team like the Caps, and they have kind of a 1B and a 1C goalie, and you're kind of like, all right, who who's going to start there? And it's not a great option either. I mean, they're solid goalies, but they're not unbelievable like these two, you know. Talbot was an all-star this year and Flurry's been a superstar in this league. So right. um, yeah, it's a little bit of a different situation, but I can see, I, I was surprised Minnesota made the move because Talbot's had such a good year. Um, but again, I think this Minnesota team thinks that this is the year for them to make the cup run and to get through Colorado, you got to stop the puck it and is, maybe Flurry's the guy to do that. I don't know, but um, you know, St. Louis looked really good last night and, they're, they have some good depth on that team, too. Adding my guy, Pavel Buchnevich, this offseason was huge for them. He had a career year, and uh, their young guys are, are really taking off there. So St. Louis, right now, that's going to be a very – I mean, all these series, when you look at it, I'm sure when you guys pick the 16 teams, you can make a case for any single team to win every series. And, that, yes. and that's what makes the NHL – because an eight seed can very easily make a run to the cup. Like, it's happened before. I mean, it's – Anyone can make a run. You get a hot goalie or, you know, anyone, a hot goal. 
hot forward at scoring goals. Like you can make a run on anything. So, um, you know, there's so much parity in the NHL. That's what makes the playoffs. I think John Cooper said it great. He's like, it's a crapshoot in the first round. It's basically survive and advance the first round. And it kind of gets easier from there. But the first rounds where you see these teams get knocked off. Um, so it's awesome. I mean, playoff hockey is the best though. I mean, you watch, I'll, I'll go, I'll go ahead and rule out the Preds, but fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. You never know. You never know. You never know. Who knows? Kill McCarr can get hit in the mouth game one and have a broken jaw for two games. And, and the abs, but last year I thought the abs weren't going to lose either. And sure enough, Maybe they lost. So. Well, you UC's know, it, out. UC's out for the first two games. So we'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, I know it. It, well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's an uphill battle for Nashville, but uh, you never, but you never know who knows, who knows who steps up first. Mike, I'll give you a pie to the face bet for me. If Nashville advances from over Colorado in the first round. Okay. Oh, I'll no, take, no, I'll take no, a pie no, to the face. No, I'll take a no, pie to the face. No. So no, 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 just me. Just me. You're free rolling. That's good odds right there. Yeah. Thank you. So. Why don't you go ahead and give him the Stanley Cup list uh, as we wrap up the segment here and uh, let him think uh, or let him kind of analyze who he believes list is better. And I also want to hear who you think is going to win the Cup, even though we've got a game in on some of these teams. So I'll go ahead and tell him, and we're going to see by his answer who wins it. Okay. Yeah, the Colorado Avalanche, the Car- um, the, the Florida Kittens. These are these are mine. These are mine. Right. yours? Okay. The okay. Calgary right. um, Flames. The Tampa Bay Lightning, the St. Louis Blues, the um, Edmonton Oilers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the L.A. Kings, or the Princes, as we call them. Um, I call them. Um, as for me, the Hurricanes, the Maple Leafs, the Rangers, yeah, the Wild, the Capitals, the Bruins, the Stars, and those nasty Nashville Predators. <laughs> I mean, it's tough to say who's it. It's such a crapshoot. Like I said, I I like Mike's list. Maybe I think. Yes, go. Know, I mean, it's got the Rangers. I mean, of course, yeah. Uh, you gotta go that way. But I mean, uh, the team I think that the Kings are the team right now that I think could surprise probably the most people because if they get through Edmonton, I mean, they'll be battle tested and they have a they're a sneaky, very good team, and they've been getting. Really this year again another team that has great one-two goaltending there too so um i just think I, for some reason the kings when i watched them this year they were like i, I never thought that we're watching them around christmas i'm like yeah maybe they're not gonna be that good maybe they are you know fall off here and they never did and uh and they kind of stuck with it so um if they can get through edmonton i mean i think they can be a surprise run team uh, but who knows i mean I think the Kings could be a surprise run team, and I and I hate to say it, but I, I think the Caps have a chance to upset the Panthers in the first round. Me too. I think there's a if definite. They, they got to put pucks in the net. Yeah, I think I think there's a chance. I think uh, the Caps were red hot, and then Ov got hurt to end the year, um, but he obviously he's back now. Uh, but they were get they were red hot there at the end. They were they were almost going to pass the Penguins. The Penguins kind of backpedaled their way into the playoffs and mm-hmm. the capitals came on came on hot there was a there was a moment back in february almost the end i mean it was more early march where the islanders were starting to win you know like, oh can they can they get to the caps and the caps must have like looked in their rear mirror and saw them and they just took off from there um but again it's to come down to goaltending for the caps like you said can they keep the puck out of the net uh florida i mean they're stacked right now up front i mean they're they made some great moves at the deadline obviously claude drew coming in they have two of the best forwards and hockey down there already so um 
my question with Florida again is their goaltending. Can Bobrovsky finally step up in the playoffs? He's been burned many times. You know, they went to Spencer Knight last year. Spencer Knight had an up and down year this year, played in the American Hockey League at times. So um that that can be a series where you, you take a lot of overs, you know. That that can be a lot of five Six twos. Fours. Yeah, a lot of five twos, you know, hit that six and a half number or something there. So uh that's uh a little tip there for everyone listening. I think that's oh. a series to circle there, but um, you know, and then the Flames, I think, are a team that uh, I think the Flames are probably the best bet to come out of the first round, uh, other than the Avs. I think the Flames are such a stacked team, and I think they're just better than the Stars lining up against each other. So, um, if you're looking for that, that game's coming up tonight, so if you're looking for a series to look at to uh, take a series team, I would take the Flames. Who wins the cup? Who wins the cup other than the Rangers? Um, <laughs> No, I think I think the Rangers. I mean, the Eastern Conference is stacked. First time in NHL history, there's been a hundred uh, hundred points, you know, for every playoff team that's ever happened before. Only eight teams with a hundred points. So that just shows you how tough it's going to be to get through that. Um, it's tough to pick against the Avs right now, just because of the season they've had. And I think the Western Conference is an easier route to get through. I think if you are going to go through the East. You're probably going to play two or three seven-game series. You're going to play probably the best, you know, three or four of the best teams in the NHL going through it. Um, and then I think when you reach the Avs, it's going to be a team that's just going to kind of be out of gas. Um, so I think it's going to be the Avalanche that, that win it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if Toronto somehow gets through this thing and gets there um, just because – this I don't know. This is so much negativity around that Toronto team for years. They eventually have to break through, and a Toronto against Abs Stanley Cup would be huge for ratings for the NHL. I mean, that would be monster. I would love to see the Rangers back there. It's gonna be a really tough. It's gonna be really tough. One Pittsburgh people writing Pittsburgh off. They're a really good team still. They still got Sidney Crosby, who is has been the best player in the world until um, McDavid came around. Uh, mm-hmm. and he's still up there, but uh, once you get through Pittsburgh, you know, Carolina's waiting for you there, and they just completely just rolled in their first game against Boston. I mean, they crushed Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Carolina gets their goaltending situation settled, that team, I mean, they roll 12 deep up front and six solid defensemen. So that is a very that's the one team the Rangers had a tough time with this year in the regular season. So that's gonna be a tough series for them to get through. Uh, and then when you get through them, you get to either Tampa or uh, Toronto or whoever Florida. else is waiting for you. So it's, or Florida. So it's like, you know, there's no break for any team here. So that's why I think the Western Conference uh, will be. I think the Flames and Avs matchup, hopefully in the Western Conference Finals, will be awesome. Um, I think that'll be a unbelievable matchup there. And then uh, whoever comes out of the East, I think is like I said, they they're just gonna be battered because uh, not only are these teams good. I mean. They are physical teams. We saw Toronto get physical last night with Tampa. The Rangers have got more physical. You know, the Caps have, you know, Wilson and the rest of those goons back there. So they have no worries about fighting anybody. Florida is a physical team, too, on the DN. So, um, and Carolina is very physical as well. So I think it's going to be, it's going to be a grueling uh, matchup coming up here. But uh, playoff hockey, man, anything can happen. Who knows? The Preds will probably come out of the, the West. You know, who knows? You know, but, but, uh, <laughs> But who knows? You can we can see the Blues come out or the Kings come out and and still and once you start Not watching the them, it's a, it's a no brainer. You know what I mean? It's like oh, of course they came out. They were red hot. So yeah, 
there's no rhyme or reason, which is why it makes the, the, the best playoffs. It is the best, no doubt about that. Kyle Hall, host of the Broadway Hat Pod. And, of course, the newest uh, addition to his resume is the UFHL Now. Uh, Kyle, thank you so much for coming on, sharing some wisdom with us, and uh, enjoy the playoffs. Yeah, thanks, guys. Should be a great time. Absolutely. Thank you again, Kyle. All right, Mike, uh, do you want to go to commercial or you just want to wrap up the show here? We're going to wrap it up. All thank right. you, well, Kyle. That was awesome. That was awesome. He's uh, he's incredible. He's got a lot of insight, a lot of information, and he takes his he takes his Homer hat off, which is uh, what I like to see from a lot of these guys who do cover, uh, you know, specific teams or even have a fandom uh, for these teams. But uh, of right. course, uh, you know, you want to wrap up the show here. Uh, I'll give you the the time here to uh, talk about Brittany Griner. Uh, but first, I want to mention that you can find us live streaming on YouTube on the Twelve on Sports YouTube. But if you miss those segments. You got to make sure that you search AM Drive with Mike and Aaron to watch those segments in its their entirety in case you ever miss them or in case you ever miss the show, which is okay. It happens. You oversleep. You're doing work. It's okay. We appreciate <laughs> it. But make sure you subscribe. That's the big thing. AM Drive with Mike and Aaron in the search bar. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss a segment. They're all in one place for you. That's right. Brittany Griner, who has been in Russia since February the 17th. And while whether or not you think that she's a good person or not, that's not up to me or you to decide. The fact, although it kind of is we do a show, but the fact is, is that the United States government has officially believes that she has been wrongfully detained in Russia for the hashish whatever she had on her. Apparently, the U.S. government's like, hey, that's 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 kind of bad. Basically, WNBA players go over to um, overseas, for those of you that have not heard yet, to make more money because they don't make a lot here. Now, I, I love what the WNBA and NBA have been doing this year and years to come. They're providing more ESPN coverage, which helps them get more eyeballs, which obviously can gain at least one fan, and one fan is more money, right, Aaron? But obviously, you still have to go overseas until all this stuff takes 10 years to happen. So Brittany Griner's been in Russia, and now, of course, I don't know how they're going to get her out. Um, I know it's not a good situation, especially with that war going on. Aaron, quick thoughts on this? Because I, I think it's sad that I haven't seen much media coverage on it. Uh, yeah, you're not going to see much media coverage on it. And maybe one of the reasons that you won't is because she is not have, has not had uh, been a great person, at least publicly. Uh, we do right. have the, uh, the assaults on her partner, wife, whatever. Uh, and, uh, to be honest with you, like, you know, there's a half of the segment of the population who don't care about her because I believe she was also one of the social justice protesting, you know, America's not good for me. You know, this is such an oppressive country, Mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. So you just found out what an oppressive country really is. You're stuck in it. You've been stuck in it for the last 90 days. So there's a lot of people who don't give a crap about this. So, uh, and, and to me, I'd. I don't really, uh, I mean, America wastes a lot of resources. I don't want them wasting more on trying to figure out what's going on with one person who really we don't care about. So, And I'll be the first to admit this story, as much as I want to say, I hope it gets coverage. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't. It, just, doesn't, it doesn't affect doesn't, me. It doesn't affect anybody, to be fair. But I don't really have a, a, a leaning desire to go get Brittany Griner back to the WNBA. Do you remember when, uh, was it? One of the ball kids uh, got caught stealing in Leandro, China. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think Trump, Trump got him. 
Trump went and got him back, and you know, and uh, you know, there but was he that. stole like what? Like, wait, that Trump is the well, dude. She got popped for weed allegedly, you know. But Trump went and got him back. But Joe, you know, Joe Biden's not really going to get Brittany Griner back. So what's going on? Oh well, we're a big political show. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, the playoff pick and is in full swing in effect here. NBA playoff bets with Mike um AM Drive picks, and of course NHL playoff bets with Aaron. Aaron, take us home. We're way out of time. Three and one to start those NHL. We got more coming tonight as well. Uh, but tomorrow is hump day. We're talking a little more NFL offseason. Of course, the NBA and the NHL playoff recaps of the night before. We'll talk about all of that. And, of course, like he said, uh, all of our pick em paloozas are at AM Drive Picks. You can fail them. You fail them. You can fade them. You can tail them. Uh, that choice is yours. But for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch saying support the sponsors at Mike and Aaron Drive. Support the socials. At AM Drive TV, and of course, support the YouTube. Hit the search bar, AM Drive with Mike and Aaron. And we'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern time, with all of that, as always, on the AM Drive here. We'll, we are out. Drive safe.